F1 2021, a throwaway season that wound up being one of the best in F1 history. We recap this amazing year and give our holiday theme season ending awards. Let's jump to start. everybody welcome in jump to start racing podcast my name is wellington i'm here with two of my closest friends for today for today happy holidays uh ruben how you doing today i'm doing good today nice weekend just today yesterday yancy how are you the guys are making fun of me <laughs> uh okay yeah, make sure to check us out on YouTube. <laughs> What's it like, guys? Guys, before we get started, I want to make sure to mention our socials. We are at Jump to Start F1 on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Jump to Start Racing Podcast on YouTube, and Jump to Start Racing Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spot- Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. He's stumbling on the last day. The last, the last day, day. He's been doing good all since yes. the last day. And the last day, it's just... Why? You know how it is. Ruben, how was your weekend, brother? It was nice, chill, cold, home, couch potato. It's New York, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting cold. Yeah. There was no race this weekend, so couch potato. Oh, yeah. It's over. Couch potato, it was. Ruben. (laughs) Day eight. Yeah. (laughs) Without Formula One. Without Formula One. (laughs) Shoot me now. (laughs) Sitting in an empty pool like Pablo Escobar. Wow. Wow, Yancy. Wow. Yancy, how was your weekend? It was good. Uh, same thing, man. Couch potato. Caught up on... Uh, I actually saw The Witcher this weekend. Oh, I got to get started on that. Yeah, I, I got to get started this weekend. Okay. I'm a huge fan of the games. You know, when uh, winter comes around, we just watch Netflix, man. Netflix Especially chill. with everything that's going on. Uh, uh, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Guys, on that note, today's episode, we'll be talking about some news. Uh, Mercedes' appeal of the um, the, de- the decisions at Abu Dhabi and what happened. Uh, Mohammed Ben Sulayem elected as the FIA vice president or as FIA president, president. Repl- replacing John Todd. And then we'll be doing some season awards and breaking down what we thought about the constructors and their, I guess, the teams in general throughout the season and our thoughts for next season. Uh, so getting into it, the news, Mercedes chose to drop the Abu Dhabi appeal, meaning their appeal of what happened uh, at the end of the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. If you guys recall, the safety car was dispatched after the Nicholas Latifi crash. Then literally all sorts of mayhem broke loose. Um, only five cars were allowed to unlap themselves, and that allowed for Max Verstappen to essentially win the race and win the championship. So Mercedes chose to not, according to what they said, they chose not not to pursue the appeal because, one, they realized that the, um, the championship would not be overturned uh, by the FIA. Beyond that... Um, 
they figured and they, they knew from the FIA that uh, the FIA itself would be launching an investigation. So those were the two kind of predominant reasons why they dropped the appeal. An investigation unto itself. Unto itself, yeah. Which... How many crooks do you know investigate them? No, <laughs> wow, crooks. Oh, wow, and that is the point. It's not an independent investigation. It's the FIA investigating the FIA. You're not really going to get anywhere, and it's a lengthy process, and it's just not. And at the end of the day, you're still not going to get the result that you want, which is the race result overturned. So, right. So, what do we think, boys? Um. Extremely consequential race, obviously, the last race. Um, and I think I mentioned this to Ruben. It's uh, Max Verstappen, over the course of the season, deserved the championship as he was a gr- terrific driver throughout the course of the season. But I don't know if he deserved to win the last race. I feel like that's kind of the sentiment that we need to really just think about and, and take with us. But what do we think about Mercedes just saying, okay, all right, we'll move on from here. Go ahead. Um, <clears throat> I think they were told to just fall back. We, we'll take care of this. It's not whatever you whatever you do, wherever you take this, it's not going to change the results. So hey, just fall back. Don't make F one look worse than what they already looked. Because of what happened on the last, you know, on the last lap or the last two laps or whatever you could say. So last six laps. <laughs> so uh we promised, you know, they were told we promised you we're gonna change all the procedures that happened to it. We're gonna put all of this in paper and blah, 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 blah. So that's it. Yeah, I mean they 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 weren't gonna get the result that they wanted. Exactly. Um and I think just looking at the response overall online and in the media. The backlash, you mean? The backlash, yeah. It's, well, the response is the backlash. It's just wait, the wait. FIA looked really bad. <laughs> Tell me about that. <laughs> um, during that race. And it's a shame because while we watched it, I think us three, I think we felt the same way. It was like, it was a thrilling end. But why did it have to end this way? Like, Not I'm like watching. This. Throughout the week, I'm watching the replay of that last lap. And I'm just imagining myself, like, if I didn't know anything about how the rules or anything, man, that was exciting. How great is that, that a, 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 a driver as good as Max has driven all season can overcome the odds, knowing that he was going to lose that race, and still on that last lap overtake the reigning world champion and become the champion. That was extremely exciting. And that would have been great if I felt that during that race as I watched it. But in the back of my head, and I I would speak for us because I think we felt the same way. Because we've you know we've watched this season and we're you know we're pretty big fans of F1. Um just knowing that that could have been different because we know Lewis Hamilton dominated that race. We know yeah. Lewis Hamilton yeah. from Brazil on dominated F1. Won every single race up to that point. And 
for it to be tainted in that way, it sucks. That's because not only does it take away the victory from Lewis Hamilton, but it also taints the victory of Max Verstappen. Correct. And over time, I think, obviously, that's going to go away because we don't remember those details in general, right? But right now it stings because this was one of the most exciting F1 season we've seen of all time. The fact that it came down to the last race tied on points crazy. was insane. The atmosphere was great. The whole world was watching. But yeah, we still have that on the back of our heads. And again, it's like look, we can go back to when Lewis Hamilton won his first championship in 2008. Um, that title changed hands. It should have been Felipe Massa winning the title. But that title changed hands because it was just something that's out of our control. What happened in Abu Dhabi was something that was in the control of the FIA. Mm -hmm. Things were changed. We don't know. On the fly. On the fly. We don't know the reason, the exact reason why. But the fact that the FIA is going to launch an investigation to it so it doesn't happen again and we have a bitter taste in our mouth because of it, it just sucks because that's, it should have been a better ending to a, to a great season that we had. What's your thought on that one? Uh, Whatever. I think it's the right move because they're going to be, obviously, they're going to continue in the sport. It just kind of is what it is. Sometimes you get the, sometimes you get the balls and strikes called your way. Sometimes they're not called your way. Yeah. And it just is what it is with sports and especially when there's rules open to interpretation. So They did say in their statement, Mercedes said in their statement, that they will hold the FIA accountable. And I think that will happen through the process of obviously the the internal investigation on how we can make it better. Right. You better you best believe Mercedes is gonna have a say in how things can be fixed. Um I'll tell you this, I don't think Mercedes ever even thought about the race ending that way. No. Well, but no, I mean I don't saying. think any of us did. Right. But I think everybody was thinking that there was gonna be about maybe Max taking each other out, kind of thing Max like and that. Him taking each well, other. that's why they had what they call a barrister, which would be a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, but it was, it was that, because this. like somebody taking <clears throat> somebody out, but it wasn't this. Um, but again, it's just why waste the time and the resources on something that's the outcome would be the outcome that Mercedes would want would be to strip Max Verstappen of the race win, which would essentially strip him of the of championship. The yeah which would make F1. Formula One look horrible. Right, it would delegitimize it would the sport. It would literally delegitimize de the sport because you've crowned the world champion, you've celebrated him, you gave him the trophy already to take that away. Wrestling. It, it, <laughs> yeah, like it wrestling, would be, exactly what it would be a WWE yeah. type of thing. And, and that's exactly what you don't want, especially a sport, which is a legitimate sport. So to kind of further flex their muscle, they uh, they being Mercedes, Lewis Hamilton, Total Wolf, maybe not necessarily fully Mercedes themselves, but they decided to uh, snub the FIA prize giving ceremony. So they didn't send their uh, uh, constructors winning the Formula One constructors championship car. They also didn't send their Formula E yes. title winning car. Mm -hmm. Total Wolf wasn't on, uh, wasn't present. Lewis Hamilton, who uh, was second in the drivers' championship and is technically required per 
uh, the Formula One rules to be on site for the uh, prize giving ceremony was not there. Um, what do you think of their statement, Ruben? What do you think of their statement? Do you think that they got their point across? Do you think that with, I'm going to say it this way, with their star power that they can kind of pull that kind of uh, move and get the effect that they want from not showing up at the prize giving? I think by then not showing up, obviously they made a super, I would say, super firm statement on how they felt at that point. Because I was, remember, the race was Sunday. The price giveaway was like on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. So they're still super bitter about everything that happens. I was total, being total wolf. No, Mikey, no. So he was... <laughs> 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 so he was super hurt. I was Lewis Hamilton. I don't know. I think so, so, so Lewis Hamilton just got, like, the sport I love just did this to me. Like, how am I supposed to react? Obviously, he was a he acted like a true champion at the actual race and stuff like that. But the aftermath, when you're sitting down, why would I walk out of Paris and celebrate? They just stole yeah. this from me. Yeah, yeah. I gotta tell you, watching that, um, it was his onboard footage where they 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 went back, I guess, to his face, like after he was doing the cool down lap, and it was like just two minutes of silence. That, um, <laughs> yeah. When when he saying that in a text, I'm like, when he's saying, "Yo, watch this." I'm like looking for like, okay, what is being said? And I'm here like, okay, he's not going to say nothing. Okay, he doesn't say nothing. So what is Wallenda's point? No, because <laughs> I know, but the dude, point at is at the just, end of the season, like what can you really say? Such a hard fought season. You're so dejected. You're so just caught up in emotion. For him to not say anything, it was really just kind of sitting there, just kind of composing himself, trying to figure out what to say, what not to say, how to, how to, Get through this situation. Yeah, get through this podium celebration, which is the ultimate. Yeah, imagine he podium. wouldn't have gone to one of that. Like, no podium. You can't, like, you can't not. No, do no. That. Obviously, because now you're doing. Max did it the race before. Max he didn't walked go away. To the podium? He went to the podium. He, he went, went to, to the podium, podium but he walked, he walked away. away. That's fine. That's fine. I think they are required, regardless of what happens, they have to go to the podium celebration and do interviews and all that stuff. I agree. But, but it, imagine it's, just. It's no, also I'm very asking. different going to the second to last podium. Where you still have a chance, you're tied going into the final race, and walking away versus your season is done. You feel like you got robbed. You can't say anything because have you ever watched a better soap opera than this year? Because remember, yeah, 2016, a race ago, meaning yeah. in Jeddah, Max was super bitter. The beginning of Abu Dhabi, Max and Rebel was super bitter. Because of regulation, you know, rules or things that were being called were not going their way. Yeah. The race ends, and now we're like an ultimate right, high right, on right, happiness right. as a team. <laughs> I mean, you heard that right at lap one. Oh, here we go again. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Lewis Hamilton. This, this beats any Mexican wants. opera you could, you could think about. <laughs> you know, like super <laughs> yeah. dramatic and all that other stuff. Here's the thing. Looking at it from Lewis Hamilton's viewpoint, he's literally done everything he could to win. Not only win the race, but win the championship. Winning the last three races before that. Dominating this race. He dominated this race. Yes. Up 14 seconds on a very quick Red Bull and Max Verstappen. He's starting second, by the way. Yeah. He started P2. 
dominated the race. And not only to lose just the race, which is heartbreaking enough on that, which the FIA literally went out of line with every single protocol they have raced with the past, I don't know how many years. And then on top of that, to lose a championship on the last lap, that's extremely heartbreaking to even take. And for him to just handle himself, obviously do an interview, go to the podium, congratulate Max. He handled himself with the class that we would expect Lewis Hamilton to to handle himself with. He's he's never been a guy that has handled any adversity with a classless showing. It just it hasn't happened. He hasn't put a foot wrong. And yet still people hate him, which I just don't understand. Um, it's tough, man. And, and, I mean, he said it, you know, on the last lap right after Max overtook him. He said, this race has been manipulated. I mean, obviously that was said in the in the heat of the moment. But I think any of us would feel that way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So the fact that he didn't go to the prize-giving the fact that Toto Wolf backed them, which is what you want as a driver. You want your organization, your team to back you, especially the leader of that team to back you in that way. Um, it's totally understandable. He might be, he might get a fine. Great. I mean, because, yes, he's required to be there. But it's understandable because the FIA really messed this up. You don't think Mercedes had any fault in that? Mm. No. No, because... No. I think they did. How? How? They should have developed the car. <laughs> like Red Bull did. I win by a landslide. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Let's get, let's get something straight here. Because you said develop the car, which is very different. They started off on the back foot. Yeah, no, from the get-go. They on the back them. foot, because of the rule changes. Mm -hmm. The low rake. Right, the low rake versus the high rake. Mm -hmm. They caught That's up. It. Hold on. They caught up to Red Bull. No, no, I'm saying the example perfect on that mm -hmm. is Aston Martin. How far back they went. Just because, because they don't have the resources. Exactly. Yeah. Guys, let's, but let's back they caught up. Lewis Hamilton dominated the last four races and was on route to win. What no, are you talking about they didn't deliver? No, I'm saying should you blame Mercedes a little bit on that? Uh, nah, bro. Nah. Okay. Okay. No. All right. No. Speaking of FIA, speaking of rules, speaking of presidents, Mohammed bin Sal Sulaiman elected FIA president as John Tot steps name, down. Right? Mohammed bin Sulaiman? Yes. yes. Okay. Come on. Come on. Uh, so, uh, Ben Sulaiman is a uh, 14... I wouldn't know to me either. <laughs> wow. I tr we trust you, brother. Ben Sulaiman is a 14-time FIA Middle East Rally Champion. He completed... Or he competed from 1983 to 2002 and has held a number of roles in the FIA. He will now fulfill a four-year term at the head of Formula One's governing body. He uh, was a member of the World Motorsport Council from 2008 to 2013, re-elected in 2017. He's the founder of the FIA ACTAC region, which includes the Middle East and North African countries. He's the vice president for the Automobile Mobility and Tourism and member of the Innovation Fund Steering Committee. 
pretty accomplished guy. Uh, Very interesting. Obviously, a, ra- a racer. The Abu Dhabi Grand Prix into the calendar also. Listen, yep. yes. this is why you have to educate yourself all the time. Mm. I thought this guy bought the position. So. Oh, my God. Because I haven't read nothing. Why would guy. you think that? Because I haven't read anything, Sean. <laughs> You know, the Middle East making a big investment all the time in F1. We're so. going to put uh, Ruben on timeout. Chill, <laughs> Muto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's okay. Lower okay. the volume on the mic. No, no. Yeah. All right. So, thank you. Thank you. Guys, I'll be thoughts? here all week. Yeah, let me talk? just bring a random person to run the yeah, F1. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Ruben. Seriously? Dude, look at as the last race. That huh? has a lot of problems, but not like that. Look at the bro. last race. Who Come knows on. what the hell they're doing? It's not Ruben himself. We're, I think we're going to be good. Um, any thoughts on uh, Ben Sulaiman and John Todd stepping down? Um, obviously, John Todd has uh, overseen what has been a, a, a really fantastic period. Um, as the F, granted, the FIA oversees much more than Formula One, but we're just talking about Formula One. Mm-hmm. Um, any thoughts uh, going forward? Well, all right. Or on Ben Sulaiman, I should say. Uh, the um, 63% of the budget for the FIA comes from F1. So obviously, John Todd is going to have a big say on what is going to happen to F1 and what the direction was. Direction is he retiring or no? No, he's, he's filling out his term. I think he has three terms. I think you, can, you can't, can't serve more than two. Oh, so he's not retiring. He's just... No, I mean, there's rumors that he might even go back to Ferrari, from what I've read. Okay. Yeah. Um, but we don't know exactly yeah, what yeah. he's doing. But he's just fu- he's filling out his term. You get four year term. I think you only get three terms. So he's he's already filling out his term, and I think maybe for him is the right time to go, considering all the hoopla over F1. Um, but he did oversee obviously the growth of F1 in the mm-hmm. recent years after, you know, after Liberty Media. But F1. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of credit. Most of the credit goes to Liberty Media in promoting F1, especially on social media. I think um, what John Tott will probably mostly be remembered of uh, for FIA president, and it doesn't seem like a big deal now, but we're seeing that it is a bigger deal as the, uh, the season goes on is the introduction of the halo. We saw a lot of people were very much against it. Um, he insisted on it. He introduced it to all of the categories, being F1, F2, mm-hmm. F3. Uh, we see Formula E, which is an FIA championship also. Um, and just introducing driver safety as far as prioritizing that. Um, it's going to be a lot. Obviously, John Tott has a rich history in yes. F1 and motorsport in general. But overall, I think he did a pretty good job. And um, we'll see how, is it, so, what, how do you say Suleiman? Ben Suleiman. Ben, ben Suleiman, how, how he does. He definitely has the credentials. He has a history of motorsport racing as far as mm-hmm. w, WRC. And you probably would, probably going to focus a lot more on on on, 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 on World Rally uh, World Rally Cross, WRC. Um, but. Does he have the? He has the experience. He's served on the FIA board. We'll see how what thumbprint he puts on it and and how things go moving forward. I think his biggest um, challenge at the moment, as we saw it all come to a head at the last race, would be the reworking of rewriting the rules, 
of just F1 in, in general and see how teams interact with the FIA and how things going forward, how things are judged. Because I think he has a lot of work to do with the stewards. He has a lot of work Modern to do as far as how the rules are worded and that it's fair for everybody. And we'll see how he handles it. So. I think modernize and simplify it. That's what I have to do. Yeah. Okay. And, and obviously, good, good luck to him. Yeah. Welcome aboard. And, and um, you know, seeing that F1 is also going to, is, is having, is, as the years go by, they're going to have a larger presence in the Middle East. He'll help with that transition. And the relationship. Because obviously you have Qatar, which is verified for the next 10 years. Abu Dhabi is a staple now in the F1 calendar. And um, Saudi Arabia, which will be there for the next what, Bahrain, nine years now. Bahrain. Bahrain also. So it's a big region where uh, F1 wants to grow. And obviously we want F1 to grow not only here in the Americas and in Europe. Obviously, it's huge in Europe, but we want it to grow in other areas. But the Middle East is a big area where they want to grow as well. So he'll be instrumental in that. Okay. Uh, so Ben Sulaiman has already kind of flexing his muscles, right? So we talked earlier about how uh, Hamilton and uh, Total Wolf had skipped the FIA prize giving. He said that uh, there will be no forgiveness if Hamilton breached rules for skipping the uh, FIA prize giving. Okay. Um, has to do that. Has to say something. Can't just let it go um, without saying anything as far as breaching the rules, but I don't think anything will come of it. Uh, he's also said that, uh, as Yancey mentioned, the his WRC roots, he said that two and a half manufacturers aren't enough for WRC, which... That would be nice to get some more manufacturers involved so that it's actually a competitive series. That would mm -hmm. be good. But other than that, we'll, you know, we'll see what his tenure brings. Any thoughts, Ruben? Who are the manufacturer now? It's uh, Toyota and Audi, I believe. Uh, <clears throat> Let's brag a little bit. So when we went to the uh, Mercedes Museum. Oh, they've okay. always been involved in every kind of – so Mercedes will not be a bike. Manufacturers are going there too as well and dominate. Well, it I depends doubt. on the budget. Exactly. That's I what it depends on the budget and what WRC and what's coming. Yeah. What's coming because remember every, every most of them auto manufacturers they're going towards mm -hmm. E. So Yeah. I mean so and then going back on what he said about obviously he has to say he has to put his foot down. And I think part of the reason why especially this season and we saw that saw this at the last race, part of the reason why the FIA has to put his foot down is that the reason why that debacle happened is because the teams were trying to lobby an FIA Live official. Too. On the go. Yeah, on how to run the races. And I think that you have to – everything starts from the top. So you have to put your foot down and make sure that the inmates aren't running the asylum. <laughs> so Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So along those lines of what we just talked about with uh, – Two and a half manufacturers in WRC not being enough. Audi tells the FIA it intends to confirm F1 entry early next year, according to racefans.net. Um, Just Audi or the Volkswagen? Group? Audi. Okay. This is a very much welcome addition uh, and uh, very much welcome, you know, obviously a manufacturer that has a lot of legacy behind it. 
Um, so right now we're at Mercedes, Renault, Ferrari, Honda. That's leaving. And then potentially Audi entering. Mm -hmm. What would you guys think of somebody or a, a, a company and a manufacturer with the legacy of Audi joining the Formula One stable of uh, potential engines? Um, I welcome it, one, because obviously you need more competition. Iron sharpens iron, mm -hmm. or, as, we, as we say. Um, Audi, or just in the Volkswagen group in general, but let's, just, let's take an Audi because it seems like within the Volkswagen group, you have Audi and Porsche, which are the two big dogs, mm -hmm. and they are the ones that they... When Audi and Porsche enter into WEC, because that's really the the uh, the benchmark as far as like top, you know, top notch motorsport, like the the the, the, street the highest team. level, they win. Porsche always wins. Audi always wins. Um, so to have that knowledge and have that know how, especially with the hybrid engines, which is big in in with WEC, um, w we welcome it because they won't be the they would they will come in with a leg up like they have the knowledge they just have they need the time to develop it much like what honda did obviously they won the driver's championship and they gave it a championship winning engine um we know that when honda enters a sport they're in it to win it um even though it, it might take some time the i don't know if they're gonna have a full works team it doesn't seem like it. Seems well, like they're just gonna have they're gonna be an engine manufacturer starting, and then maybe they'll develop into gotcha. it. And the rumors are that maybe they will have a tie-in with Red Bull, meaning taking the IP from the Honda, the Honda engine, and having their know-how and merging that together. Would I want that? No, I want them to actually just have their own engine and. And just have another, you know, have, mm, a, another manufacturer. have another manufacturer be it what? It's three now. Well, four now. Make it five. And yeah, maybe maybe Red Bull will be able to build their own powertrains, but I don't know if they have the know-how. Even though they're built, they're hiring some top-notch people, uh, for, they have a lot of people from Mercedes, actually, from AMG coming in to Red Bull right. powertrains. They were poaching a lot of... So I want to I want to clarify. I apologize. I didn't say this, but mm -hmm. the Audi rumors would coincide with the next engine uh, change regulation. So that would be 2026. So it wouldn't be the hybrid engine. Correct. That would be 2026, and mm. that is the key point. The MGUH would be dropping off. There would not be any MGUH... That is the mm -hmm. most expensive, most complicated part of the engine. Correct. Which is what the Volkswagen Group has been lobbying for Correct. since the beginning because it's Correct. the most expensive us, and it's more, more complicated. Meaning Correct. you want us that come in from us, mm -hmm. take that out. And, and uh, you know, for uh, Ferrari and Mercedes were willing to let that mm -hmm. go even though they've put so much money in developing the MGUH. Yeah. But it's it was the... The MGUH is what gave Honda the most problems when they were, they came into the sport. GP2 engine. Yeah. Um, so if they get rid of that, then yeah, they're they'll definitely I think they're gonna they're gonna come in, but 
We don't know what role. We don't know if they're gonna do their own thing or are they gonna or join with Red Bull and uh, Red Bull powertrains and uh, give them an engine. So Any we'll see what happens. I believe it's for a reason they want that part out. Obviously, he's been he's been giving everybody, everybody so much problems. So by keeping that part out, they don't have to go down that road that everybody else already went. Mm-hmm. So we and you know, well, I mean, think about it. It'll level the playing and the price field in the sense that uh, it'll level the playing field in that everybody else has experience right now with the MGUH. Everybody else obviously does ICEs. Everybody does like uh, recovery systems now for even for the road cars. But the MGUH is something that not looking to mess with. So, with that said, I'd like to move on from the news. You guys ready? We would like to play. Like to play. Like to play. We didn't get the best. Not even the play, but a holiday season award game. So, we've gone through the full 2021 season. It's been uh it's been a thrill, it's been awesome, it's been amazing. Um now we're coming up on the holidays themselves, and there's there's a number of holiday traditions that I would like to, um, with knowledge of Christmas, Hanukkah, etc., all the all the holidays. Like there there are traditions that I'd like to kind of pair with drivers, tracks, entities, etc. So I'd like to get through it. Guys, are you ready? Nope. So let, let's let's do the first one. Let's do the first one. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. So the holiday holiday award game. Let's call this one. This is actually one that Yancey came up with, but I I, I took and I ran with it. The socks and underwear award. This is I'm gonna tell you guys. It's for a driver. A gift that doesn't seem special, but ends up being the MVP of your wardrobe. Carrying your goods to glory. So think about a driver that didn't really seem special for a long time. Ended up carrying their... Go ahead. Go ahead, Ruben. Yeah. Carlos Sainz. No. Oh. <laughs> no, it is not Carlos Sainz. By the way, we're, we're going to preface that you already chose it. I've already chosen who it is. And you're going to give us some and clues. And I'm, I'm giving you clues so that you oh, guys can I try and figure gun. it out. I yeah. jumped the gun. Guys can try and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And... And the, and the socks and underwear is obviously like you need them. You need them. You can't do without them. Can't do without them. But they, it's like when you get it, it's like yeah. <laughs> like there's not much thought into this, right? So, so but talk bad about him, guys. But we need it. So think about unless you go commando. No, no, what, you're never <laughs> gonna go commando. So think about think about a driver. Uh huh. Didn't really seem special for a long time. Didn't seem special. Okay. Right, but ended up carrying your wardrobe, carrying your team of your your wardrobe. Did he break his back to to glory? He socks and underwear they don't really break their back, but no, you might be on the right track here. <laughs> Pierre Gasly. Pierre Gasly is correct. <laughs> <laughs> the socks yeah, and was, underwear. I was far off. I was going to say both was, <laughs> Oh yeah. Now the choice was both us. So listen. <laughs> Pierre Gasly. <laughs> that was a good one. Wasn't yeah. It? Pierre Gasly scored a hundred and I'm sorry. Pierre Gasly scored a hundred and ten points out of Alpha Tari. Sorry, I'm trying to wait for it to load up. Out of Alpha Tari's 142. Jeez. So the MVP of the team. Black. 
It's a lot of underwear. A lot of underwear. <laughs> My man Gus, the great Gus. Yes. Okay. So from there, the uh, Cabbage Patch Kid Award. So I'm a little old, right? So I'm gonna call it the Cabbage Patch Kid, Tamagotchi, Furby, and Hoverboard Award. Furby. Remember the hoverboard? Yeah, Furby. And remember the hoverboards? Yeah. They were the hot, hot, the hot toy that everybody needed last year. So hyped as the new hotness, everyone wants it, but your kid puts it down within a day or two because it kind of sucks. sucks. Kind of sucks. So this is actually a team. Oh, this is actually a team. So it was a team coming into the season as set up as the new hotness. But then all of a sudden, Jeez. you know what? Let, let's, I don't want to play with you anymore. Like in Toy Story. I don't want to play with you anymore. It just drops it. Yes. You think you have an answer? Yeah. What do you got? Aston Martin. There we go. <laughs> Aston Martin. Dude, they Ooh, were. You got to give me some competition here, bro. The In 2020, <laughs> right, they were the pink Mercedes. Yep, yes. the pink Panthers. They scored. They, I think they were fourth in the uh, constructors. And no, the, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, McLaren, no, McLaren finished third best. So, so they were fourth. They were they killing were, it. They were, were supposed fourth. to come into the year. Aston Martin money coming in. They even lost Lance Stroll, points. Looking like Darth Vader. Yeah. Right? They signed Seb. Signed Seb, Lance Stroll making the next step forward. And they sucked. Right? Thank you, FI. The Cabbage Patch Kid. Hyped, <laughs> overhyped. No, nah, but honestly, even if, even with the rule changes, the way that team had punched above their weight as Force India. For, right? Racing Point. Racing Point. Yep. Force India was punched above their weight. They had finished third, in, third or fourth in the Constructors' Championship. They were hyped, you know. They got the, 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 the British racing green livery. Yep. My man, what, what, what my is man, British uh, racing green? Huh? What is British racing green? That's what it's call the it, traditional green. colors. I know, but like, what type of it's is the, it green? It's from, the it's, <laughs> is it the Aston used? Martin like the bright green? No, no, not the not the bright green. It's the, the green that they actually sported. But you know, and then you know how you had a uh, Papa Stroll come through like yes, like Darth Vader. We're gonna win. <laughs> And eh, it's a dud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, makes sense. Next award. Let's mm -hmm. see if you guys get this one. It's another team, actually. The Charlie Brown Christmas Tree Award. This is the award for a team that looked sad at first. Right? So, you know, in the Charlie Brown Christmas special, they Never got the it. tree. They got the tree. The thing was freaking leaning over. It looked like crap. Right? The leaning the, the leaning tree of Pisa. <laughs> so it looked like crap. Once they decorated it though, put the gifts under it, and they celebrated around it. They realized, you know what? It's not about it's not about the tree itself, but it's about what you can do with the tree, the improvements that you could have with the tree over the course of the holiday season that all of a sudden make it fit within Champions. What do you guys think would be, what team do you think would improve so much over the course of the holiday season, let's call it, that um, it would be worthy of the Christmas spirit? Any ideas? Ferrari. Ruben. 
There you go. I couldn't let Yancy jump in again. No, Yancy was actually, he stopped himself. I could tell that he stopped himself <laughs> from saying anything to allow you to. I wasn't going to say Farrar. But what were you going to say? Alpine? No. I would have said uh, Alpha Tori. Alpha Tori? That would have been a good one, but. Because Ferrari looking sad? How could a Ferrari look it sad? It looks sad, dude. At the beginning of the year, At the yeah. beginning of the year, it looks sad. They, they still look better. All right. So, the first race, they were much improved. They looked way better than they did last year. They didn't look sad. They just looked a bit, a bit improved. Actually, maybe uh, maybe Williams would have would have done would have been a good answer too. But that that's not what I was thinking about. Thank you. I'm, 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 I'm I got, unfortunately. I got the. I got the I'm, I'm just offended I'm the because you said Ferrari. I'm, a, looks I'm the Krampus of this. Uh, At the beginning of the year, that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get to that. Um, all right, team. So the uh, but okay, the eggnog award. This is actually a race. Here we go. This is actually a race, and two answers are acceptable. Two answers. It's delicious. I get one. You got one. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Especially watching it with a little bit of rum in it. But when you're done, you're left with a little bit of a stomach ache. And uh, things don't, uh, they, they didn't end up all that well. What do you oh. guys think? What do you guys think is the recipient of the Eggnog Award as a race? There's one that's obvious and there's one that. What you, there's two answers. Two there answers two that I'll answers. accept. Mercedes in Abu Dhabi. No. Negative. Yeah, see? It wouldn't be Abu Dhabi? It would not be Abu Dhabi. Spa would be one of them. No. Negative. What? Because that race never really even took place. So, so think about it. Your height, yo, eggnog. I'm setting it up, pouring my little rum in it. It's gonna be delicious. You're you're hyped. You're ready to go. Saudi Arabia. You're hyped. I was never hyped for Saudi Arabia, <sighs> other than the fact that it was the last race. But you're hyped for this so race. Saudi Arabia was the last race. Every year that second I second to last race. Okay. What? Fine. Whatever. <laughs> Every year it comes around this race, I'm so hyped for it, and I take a swig, and all of a sudden, bubble guts. Monaco? No, no. Wow. What races are you excited for throughout the year? Huh. That this year, like at the end, at the end of it, or midway through the race, it was just like, what the heck just happened? Monza. Monza is an acceptable answer. Yes, that's one of the two answers. Really? Can you get? Yeah. You weren't hyped for Monza? Oh, yeah, of course. Always, right? But you're left with a stomachache? McLaren you're got not... one, too. That's great. Right. But what happened to the Drivers' Championship? Oh. Mm. What would be the other answer there, then? Mm. The, where the, um, Silverstone? Not Silverstone. They collided there, too? Not Silverstone. But there's another race that typically every year, it's ridiculous. Hmm. Okay, hold on. All right. So obvious. It's there. You go. Ruben said Baku. So Baku, you go into that race crazy every year. Me. (laughs) Crazy every year. I got both answers in that question. Yeah, Monza and Baku. Yeah, but thank you, thank you. Verstappen crashed out. He didn't crash out. Well, I mean, the the tires gave out. Did crash. So. It's, it's, an, it's an unexpected, like, oh, 
Oh my god. Yeah, part of the stomachache. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> so we're saying okay, Baku. Baku and Monza. Monza. You're excited for those two races every year. You're expecting for them to deliver. This year they should have delivered even more so because of the fight up front. But Monza, Monza delivered. We got a Daniel Ricardo win. Um, the only one it's two a, in the season. A, it tasted great. It the tasted only great. one two in the season. It tasted great. Not even Mercedes got a one two. Tasted great. McLaren? But all of a sudden, at the end of, yeah. I was at a stomachache. That that feels good. All of a sudden, damn! You just Championship containers shitting on McLaren. Can't. No, not on McLaren, but on on what happened in the drivers' championship. Okay. Um, okay. okay. So that was the eggnog award. So here's the next one: the Elf on the Shelf award. This is a curveball I'm throwing to you guys. So it was fun at first, exciting for the kids, but ultimately it gets boring and really annoying as the season goes on. And actually ends up falling off. This is a race off. This is this is a team. a team. This is a team. So listen to this. It's fun at first and exciting for the kids. Ultimately gets boring and really annoying as the season goes on. McLaren. And and yeah. I was gonna say that. Yeah. I was waiting for him to finish and jump. Yeah. McLaren. What I was gonna, you know, to mess around, do they have a P one? <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Do they have a Senna? We're in competition. Dude, we bro. started here. You don't let you don't let somebody pass you by and then pass them. I, I left it open. I left the door open. Cool. We started here really excited. <laughs> <laughs> a driver who doesn't go for the gap. No, I'm kidding. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep. So we started with Lando Norris just killing it, right? Yep. Killing it all season. Daniel Ricardo. Granted, he you know, he needed to get warm up. We thought that this was gonna happen. All we got from Daniel Ricardo was a lot of maybes. What we got from Lando Norris is after, what was it, Turkey with the rain, just just completely fell off the map. No, Shoshi. Russia. Shoshi. Russia. Dude, that was a killer race. So I'm going to read it again. Fun at first, exciting for the kids, the kids, Lando Norris, mm -hmm. right? But ultimately it got boring and really annoying as the season go on. That, it got really annoying because they just could not get it together. Remember I asked you guys the other day, where's Zach Brown? Have we seen him? We they, haven't they're seen doing him. horrible, so they're not getting any TV spots. So that's, so that's the him. elf on the shelf. Ferrari, we'll put him away. Ferrari, yeah. put him away. Just what a stick. The closer, like Mariano Rivera. So, oh, baby. not Charlie, though. Here's, here's my last award. This one should be pretty easy. The Grinch Award. <laughs> hates, what did you wanna, hates Christmas. What is it that you wanted to call this at first? The Krampus Award. Who... The Krampus is the, the the demon that goes around with Saint Nicholas yes. in, in in Europe. He um he yes. takes the gifts from the kids. He like hits them with the. I'm thing still trying to translate for the, the eggnog award. Anyway, so the Krampus award would have been Krampus. what? Anyway, so the Grinch award. The Grinch hates Christmas. Hates Whoville. Hates the Who's. Hates gifts. Hates anyone having a good time. It's an entity. driver. It's an entity. Oh. FIA? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they hate us. They hate us because they hate us. It's either the FIA or the NFL, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no fun league. <laughs> Guys, thank you for playing my game. This was fun. The Grinch. We all <laughs> This was fun. The Eggnog Award got me, though. The Eggnog Award. It, I drank it, but then uh, all of a sudden. Lonzo was listen. great. I was thinking about like the eggnog. Why were you translate to Spanish? Like, 
How do you? Cause I'm, this, El coquito. El coquito. El yeah, coquito. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, you drink you, it and you're having a good time, but then like, all of a sudden, yeah. like, wait a minute, wait, it's not the pernil. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so thank you guys for that. Thank that you was for, awesome, for indulging me. Uh, overall team season rundowns. Um, I just kind of wanted to go through real quick before we wrap up for the year. Um, I just kind of wanted to talk about each team what we thought of them for the season, thought of them for the season, and then later on we'll talk about best driver, best team, et cetera. But we know what that – there's awards for that. But – excuse me. Mercedes. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> overall, overall team season rundown, Mercedes. Mm-hmm. They didn't start off on a great foot. Um, but then what ended up happening with them is – they got their act together in the sense that their engine, their engine trial and tribulations with their uh, reliability through Bottas's engine, their power through uh, Bottas's engine, all of a sudden they ended up figuring it out. What is um? What did we think of the Mercedes season overall? What is that? Hamilton tattoo? Tattoo says what? I shall rise. What shall rise, man? Uh, we we still rise. Yeah, we still go. rise. That's yes. what Mercedes did this year. You mm-hmm. you hand us this, you know. Still we st- still still, we, still I rise. Still, still I rise. rise. So you gave this team this major blow when it came and it came to change the regulation at the beginning of the year, and they still rose to the challenge. They took the constructor. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. Also, then, um, Mercedes didn't have the best car this year. I think we could all agree on that. The, the overall, as a season... Because of regulations. Okay. But they didn't have the best car. The best car overall, I think, the season was the Red Bull. For them to... Obviously, they were on the back foot with the regulations because it was targeted towards them. For them to not only take those regulations, adapt their car without spending a token, because every other team spent the token. Can I take the train with that token? Hmm? Can I take the train with that token? No. No? Okay. Tokens haven't existed in a while, bro. My bad. You might be able to take it with a Metro card. But um, for them to come back and win the Constructors' Championship speaks volumes for that team. Mercedes did a great job this season considering that they started off on the back foot. They were the underdogs most of the season and ended up with the best car at the end of the season. Kudos to them. They deserve that Constructors' Championship, and I think they should have gotten the Drivers' Championship. Um, But it shows you that, like, again, we've said this time and time again, or I've said this time and time again, if you come for the king, you best not miss. They and not, they're not missed. They well on the drivers they didn't. <laughs> they bare they they almost did. Yeah. They almost did. Good for Red Bull, but Mercedes if it wasn't for that for for that call, yeah, by the stewards, they would have both championships, championships again. Again. I think that uh for next year it's gonna be a lot of I think that Total Wolf is going to be out for blood next year. Yeah. And now they're going to without, have... Without both of us. They're going to have a killer 
Well, they're going to have a crazy driver's lineup with yes. Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. Russell. And George Russell if lineup. Hamilton doesn't retire. Come on. We didn't talk about that, but they total wolf. There's been so well, much speculation, I but know, I, I don't know if he's going to come back. You know, I don't know. He, he you know, the, they've been uh, they've been holding on to the comment to the basically the only interview he did after the race right afterwards uh right, right after they got out of out of the car where I said we'll see about next year. I don't think there's much to hang on there about. Um and obviously he should feel aggrieved by what happened, but um he still feels good. He's at the peak of his powers. Still in the best car on the grid, best engine on the grid. Why wouldn't you take it to Max Verstappen? Exactly. Why wouldn't this be? Why wouldn't this rivalry go up in the lore of a son of Prost or Schumacher and Hakkinen or Schumacher and Alonso? It needs to happen again. Yeah, it'll be. At least happen again for the simple reason it's like a heavyweight fight. It's like what we had with Deontay Wilder and uh, and Tyson <laughs> Fury. <laughs> You know, we don't know who's the best, but eventually Tyson Fury came out. We, we this is the first round, and Max Verstappen barely beat him. Yeah, and like we a lot of people still think that Hamilton is the better driver, and now he needs to win a championship with Max Verstappen challenging him, so he can cement his legacy, win the eighth world championship, and say yes, Bro, I'm the goat. Listen, this is gonna be the revenge tour. Yes, no. dude, can't wait. Dude. Dude, Red, uh, wait, Valtteri Lo, uh, Baltas leaving. Okay. Issue? No. No, because you have uh, George Russell who's proven himself to be worthy at least seat. worthy of that seat, just as good as a dri- good of a driver as Botas. Yeah, he has a lot to learn, but I think his talent will overcome. Does he? Huh? Does he have a lot to learn? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. So Bahrain didn't prove anything. Bahrain two years ago, no, last year. Yeah, uh, two seasons ago. Yeah, no, it's been two seasons. Yeah, no, because we've seen it with Yuki Sonoda. You can be good in two races Uh, and suck the rest of the season. Suck the rest of the season. Well, what I'm what I'm saying is that is that it's one thing to be good in one race. It's another thing to be good the entire season. Yes, he's done it for Williams, but can he do it for a top team? He will. Uh, okay, but don't hate. He has to prove it. Don't hate, Yance. He has to prove it. Okay. Uh, Red Bull. Obviously, World Drivers Championship season. Uh, second in the constructors. Max, I don't know if there's much more to say. Yes, uh, yes. I saw you had a graphic loaded up. Yes. I don't know if you want to take it away. Um, just an unbelievable season for Max. 10 wins, 10 poles, 18 podiums, 6 fastest laps, 652 laps led, and 395.5 points. All first in F1. When you have a driver of the caliber of Max Verstappen, who has not only matched but beat Lewis Hamilton, barely beat Lewis Hamilton, but matched and beat him, and you have... Adrian Newey as your car designer with a team as we've seen Red Bull be 
phenomenal as a team this entire season. They've won a championship. They've won a championship this year. They won a championship before. So they know how to win. They are... They're nothing to scoff at, bro. They're going to bring the challenge now, especially with the wind in the back. So this will be another championship fought between Mercedes and Red Bull. It's going to be great to see. Hopefully it's as thrilling and exciting as this year. And we won't get a... Ending. BS ending like we did this year, but I'm looking forward to them fighting again. We and F1 needs this. The only thing that sucked was the last race at the at the end of the year. The whole year was disturbing for Rebel. But that's not Rebel's fault. Like doesn't it, matter, but it doesn't change the result. <laughs> no, yeah, it doesn't change the result. But like it's not Rebel's fault, and they came out victorious. So yes. Um, Even though, for example, if you look at the last few races of the season, they did tail off at the end. Yes, they they had a big of enough, big of enough momentum coming into those last few races that they finally held on, but they barely held on because they wound up losing the constructors' championship and they barely won the drivers' championship. And then the FIA helped them out. Now. Kudos to them, kudos to them because they were able, they were the only team in, team in this hybrid era to actually give Mercedes an actual challenge. Um, without cheating. Okay. Without. Okay. <laughs> it's just troll mode today. Yeah, now you're on troll mode today. <laughs> but they need to step up their game because they need to keep that up for the entire season. Yeah, back it up. They didn't do that in the last quarter of the season. Not three thirds of the season. <laughs> what do we expect from um what do we expect from um Sergio Perez next year who at times came on strong this year had the amazing defense in Abu Dhabi uh, against uh, like Lewis Hamilton lion. uh defended like a lion just couldn't really qualify I don't know if that was like the team thing couldn't really qualify at a good place but what do we expect from him next year as he got more and more comfortable in the car going forward but now he's going to have the challenge from George Russell in the Mercedes as the number two driver. Um, oh, this is I think a, he'll do better, though. I think he'll do better because, like, you know, once they started doing the car to him, not following Marshall, what's happened, was when we saw the big change. Mm -hmm. So we have yet to see, I would say, the full outcome of that. And in the last few races, the way he was driving, he was there. So maybe he'll he'll... He would probably won't challenge Max at that level, but he'll be there. He'll be he'll be better than this year. I think Red Bull will be stronger next season because as a team. well, as a team in total, Red Bull meaning they'll be stronger as a team because um, Sergio Perez will be now up to date. He knows that car. Um, he knows the characteristics of it. He he'll be part of the development. Now, as we said this season. The Constructors' Championship really came down in a battle between Valtteri Bottas and Sergio Perez. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, Sergio finished off with a stronger year at the end, but Bottas was more consistent because he knew the car. Um, and it was very close, either way. Um, but that's the reason why Red Bull will be strong. Now, 
you have a whole different you throw in a whole different variable with George Russell uh going up against Mercedes, you know, obviously in the battle with Mercedes and Red Bull. And we've we all think that that George Russell is going to put up more of a challenge than obviously Bottas did to, to Paris um, and to Lewis. We, I think, I think, and we, I can speak for all of you. We think that George Russell will eventually win a world championship. He yeah. has that kind of talent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Given the right machinery. So and keeping his emotions in check. Yeah. It'll be interesting to not only see Lewis Hamilton go up against Max Verstappen, but it'll be interesting to see George Russell go up against Max Verstappen. And yeah, with me saying that, yeah, I think George Russell is quicker than Sergio Perez. So I want to point out one thing, right? There was an eight point difference between Max and Lewis. What do you guys think was the difference between point wise between Hamilton? Um, I'm sorry, between Boras and Sergio Perez. You guys, you were, you said that it was close towards the end, closer towards the end, right? Yeah, I don't know the the, the point difference. So, I know that Bottas finished point. third, right? Yeah, but that's my uh-huh. point. No pun intended, right? Points. It was 36 points between Boras, who finished third, mm-hmm. and, Paris. and Paris, who finished fourth. Mm-hmm. So. It actually was wider than what I initially thought it would be. But Paris did well. He needs to step it up a notch. Yeah. I and think Russell it was just not gonna be toward, it was stronger towards the latter half of the season. Um towards the beginning, obviously he, he lost a lot of ground because he struggled. Right. So Ferrari. We out of the true the, the two drivers, we had Carlos Sainz. 2022 world champion. Finish ahead. 2022, 2021 Ferrari champion, right? Finish ahead of Charles Leclerc, the incumbent. Mm -hmm. What do we think of this team going forward? Do we consider it a dark horse for next year? Possibly. Is their engine going to be strong enough? Well, we saw how how much better that engine got once they changed their hybrid. Was it good enough to challenge the Red Bull and the Mercedes? No. no obviously. It's, it's not, not there yet. Yeah, but that chassis and that arrow was top-notch, right? Yeah. And it depends how how right they get the new regulations. Um, I think at this point, the hybrid engine, everybody should... There should be a confluence. Everybody should be similar horsepower or, you know, the arrow rules, it's what's going to, it's what's going to dictate, you know, the the top tier midfield and the bottom, the bottom field of the, of the grid. If they get it right, which all indications um, point to, yeah, they'll get it right because they have an engine that can compete. Obviously, they need a few more horsepower, but they're able to develop that. Um, but they've also shown a prowess to develop aerodynamically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've done that throughout the past few seasons, C- coming up with the um, with the design of the... Uh, of the air intake or bring and bringing up the 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 air intake up which most teams copied that 
This was in two, yes. 2017. Um, they've been they've been able to take risks aerodynamically, and it working for them. Obviously, it didn't work for them in 2020, but I think in 2020 it was they de- they were depending on an engine that was quicker, so the aerodynamic didn't work. They were able to adjust it, and we saw how much they improved this season. They have the resources. They have the know-how. Yeah. They have the championship medal. Yeah, Dark Horse would be a fair bet. They're, they would be one of those, they would be probably the top candidate to enter a, a, a quote-unquote top three as far as... Well, they're there right now. Yeah. Well, they're, they're there now, but as far as like... Taking that Taking it up step. to the level where they're running with the leaders... They would probably be the best bet. Ruben, who do you think? Charles Leclerc or Carlos Sainz wins next year for Ferrari? Who finishes ahead in the drivers' championship standings? No, let's definitely beat Charles though next year. I mean, I would love Definitely? Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. definitely? Uh I don't think Charles is sleeping anytime. He's gonna be practicing, he's gonna be putting the work, he's gonna be you know, he's 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 the number one. So he beat Sebastian Battle. Mm-hmm. Didn't beat Carlos Sainz, but he's definitely beating him next year. Next year, yeah, he's not gonna. This down, it's not gonna. He's not I, gonna go. I, 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 would love I, him, I feel I, like there's no reasoning there. It's I would love like, for my man Chile to keep up. You know, to go again to do what he did this year, show up early. But why? Is no, it because he's more talented? I don't think. I don't think they're more talented than each other. Like they're they do have their own. What's it? They're where you know areas where they outweigh each other or whatever you know mm-hmm. but obviously because Charles has already been there that's why I say been where meaning at the top beating beating his team being, has race wins has race wins podiums blah, 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 you know more, more obviously the Carlos Sainz so that's the reason why I say Charles will definitely beat him next year because the car is there now and the car is what's going to keep elevating them to be if they if they're able to to keep up with this nice culture that they have between the, the two, the two, you know, the two, I, I see Charles overtaking him. Yes, yes. So let me some information. Yeah, so Hold up. Some Here we go. Okay. <laughs> so we're talking about Charles Leclerc versus Carlos Sainz. Mm-hmm. Yep. Race as mm-hmm. far as finishing ahead, fourteen to eight, Charles Leclerc. Race qualifying. Okay. Thirteen to nine, Charles Leclerc. Points, obviously, Carlos Sainz finished ahead of him. 164 and a half to 159. Best race finish. Both of them finish second place mm-hmm. as far as their best race finish. Highest grid position. Charlie got pole position, I think, twice. Mm-hmm. So one. Granted, and, he crashed out in, Mo- in Monaco, so he was just mm-hmm. cheating. Yeah, that's how he got it. He was cheating? He che- he crashed. On purpose. So, it would On be purpose like- so nobody could pass him. What the hell kind of conspiracy <laughs> theory is this? <laughs> Carlos second uh, highest grid position as far as starting the race and Leclerc got two DNS Carlos Sainz got zero now this is not to discount Carlos Sainz consistency Carlos Sainz is very consistent and because of his consistency he finished ahead of Charles Leclerc um, his teammate mm-hmm. and Carlos Sainz every team that he's gone to has improved every year he has improved yes going forward and he's led each of his team so you can fairly say that 
Carlos Sainz is competing for team leadership as far as Ferrari is concerned. They're right there. Now, did he beat Hulkamar? He did not beat Hulkamar. No, yeah. but he came in. He came in at the middle of the season. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, That's right. I would agree with you that Leclerc will finish ahead of Carlos Sainz next year. Will it be close? Yes. Of course. But the only reason is that as far as pure pace, Leclerc is just quick. Now, can Sainz improve? Absolutely, because he's improved every single year. Um, you sent us a, a Reddit post where his father was was frustrated because they say that Carlos Sainz is not quick enough, but he's more consistent. He works harder. And yes, he, he does have the work. Talent. Oh, he doesn't have the talent. That's not true either no. because you can be born with talent and you can develop that. Some people are, I wouldn't say late bloomers, but they just get better and better as they perfect their craft. That's how most people do it. Not everybody has this, this quote-unquote natural talent like a Vax Verstappen or a Lewis Hamilton or, you know, Charles Leclerc, as many people, or even a George Russell. Or me. Or a Wellington Moreau or whatever. Thank you, guys. Um, but as of now, Leclerc is still the quicker driver. Leclerc has still beaten, uh, not as far as points, but in race and qualifying, has still beaten Carlos Sainz. Um, so, okay, the, it is what it is, man. Okay, McLaren don't lie. Lando Norris, man, what a drop off from after Sochi got in his head, couldn't figure it out as far as his racecraft. Just got a lot of bad luck too. Bad luck, mm -hmm. right? So he was a guy that did not finish outside the top five for like a lot of the season. Daniel Ricardo just really could not figure it out. Mister Up and Down, Mister Inconsistent. Yeah. He should have got the Eggnog Award to be honest. Um, what do we see next year? Uh, not just with uh, the drivers themselves, but really with McLaren as a franchise. And I'm going to ask you to keep it quick or brief. Ruben, anything? Just so they could keep the same pattern that they've been having for the last couple of years. Keep stepping up, keep coming up more and more and more. This year, obviously, they didn't show that as much, but where they're coming from, from 2015 to now, hey, we're doing better. Yeah, they're... Um they're legitimate contenders for that third place, obviously. They need to they need to keep the consistency up. Obviously, consistency is the key. Uh they fell off hard and I think maybe it was because they didn't develop the car like Ferrari did over the season. And obviously with the new rule changes, that skews a lot of the things. So we'll see how they come up. I think the key for McLaren, one is Lando needs to keep getting better, which he has. Um, but also, Ricardo, obviously, this season had to, what he said, he had to dissect to figure out why he was quick. Meaning, why? what's the reason that he was so quick in a Red Bull or in a Renault? Now, McLaren. He had to really dissect himself. And if he figures that out, which I think he will because he is a great driver, um, if you have him on par with Lando Norris and that team is working around them to improve that car, they're going to be a force to reckon with. 
And McLaren is not a slouch. They are one of the winningest teams in F1 history. They have the resources. Um, they definitely have the backing now as far as money is concerned. They're they're gonna be up there in that in the, in that fight as well. And remember also they had a new engine this year. Yeah. So, so that also could have hindered mm-hmm. them a lot. That's a very nice engine, very powerful engine. Any chance that they jump into the top two? Ooh. McLaren? Yeah. No. Why not? I don't think they're That's they're, a big jump. They're You think so? What's what would hold them back? There are dynamics. Mm. For a long time, that's all they had. Their aerodynamics and their chassis. That's what they thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they took away the Honda engine, and it was a dud. GP2 engine. Yeah. So I mean, they they were blaming it on the engine, and it was the, really their aerodynamics. And once they started fixing that, obviously they got better. But you're also competing against against other teams. You're pre- competing against the king of aerodynamics, which is Red Bull. Obviously, Mercedes is a championship team. And you've seen the capabilities of Ferrari and improving their aerodynamics. The you know, I, I, can they be in the top two? Yeah, if nobody else is competing with them. Alpine, El Plan. El Plan. El Plan. Damn, that, that, that team is a toss-up. That team is a toss-up. I agree. <laughs> it's a toss-up. Throughout the whole season, they've just been a toss-up from race to race, mm-hmm. from week to week, they driver came to on driver. They at the end, but it's just like, I don't know where they're going. And their engine is... They do have the hopes for next year, though. I mean, they've... they've they have the... F- plan. They have the, the, the fourth best, which is only four engines on the... On the <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> well, when they had Audi, so their fourth best... Yeah. <laughs> the the fourth best team, the fourth best engine, which is only four of them. So that means that they're is dead that last. Similar to three thirds? Three thirds. <laughs> yeah. I meant to do that. You did it. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see how long Fernando Alonso holds on, right? We'll see what Esteban Ocon can do. But at the end of the day, I feel Esteban Ocon is just a just a guy. Their driver lineup is their they're probably their biggest strength. Really? I think Okan is just a guy, like I said. But Alonso comes like a, no. as a one and a half driver almost. So yeah. the other half is, is Okan. Okay, but take... Okan okay. got a podium and he, he had two podiums. Okay. One race. All right, yeah. so let me ask you a question, right? Take Okan out. Valtteri Bottas, does he do better in that car? No. No? Okan does better? I think so. Take Okan out. Does Pierre Gasly do better in that car? Yeah. Okay, take Ocon out. Does Mick Schumacher do better? No. Take Ocon out. Mick Schumacher hasn't proven anything yet. Yeah, he's quicker than Nikita Mazepin in a slow-ass car, but... Take Ocon out. Does Carlos Sainz do better in that car? Yeah, for sure. So he's run of the mill. He's in the middle. Okay. But he's still a solid driver. He's still a solid driver. He's above the... He uh, Paris a run for the money. Uh, uh, in in a different car. I'll tell you what. Time. He can keep up with Fernando Alonso, which not many people have been able to do. With his experience. Mm-hmm. And we've seen how Fernando Alonso has just destroyed his teammates. Mm-hmm. Okay? Van Dorn. Yeah. <laughs> On a GP2 engine. <laughs> On a GP2 engine. Yeah, but 
Van, Van Dorn is not the only one. I mean, in Ferrari, he destroyed his teammates. Okay, but that's like ancient history. Well, but it's still relevant. I mean, okay. it's Fernando Alonso, two-time world champion. Remember Baku? The reason why they call it El Plan is because he made the El Plan. Alpha Tari. No? I don't see them getting any better than sixth place. So... I'm going to give you some... They, they show the pace that they could be better. They show the but pace they did that they... Not dude, they came into the season hot, like coming in hot. And so, they showed a lot of little pictures of that throughout the whole year. They so, didn't... They okay. didn't ask, I'm sorry. They didn't execute at the beginning of the season and Yuki Sonoda was obviously being a rookie. So, after making Q3 just three times in the first 15 races, Yuki Sonoda finished the season by making Q3 in six of the last seven races. Exactly. He's been a rookie. He got better as a year. Got much better. So the thing about Yuki Sonoda coming into the season is that he was a guy that could really develop over the course of the year. And I think that that's what we saw. He just ended up having bad luck during the races. But he also has to do, and he needs to develop his race craft a lot better too. Because he, I think the team in general. Yeah. He had good qualifying performances, but it didn't translate in the race. So, I'm glad you said that because that also goes for Pierre Gasly. And not even Gasly's fault. I think it's just the team in general on yeah. race day needs to do better. But, I, but, but. They just need to shut back. No, you're His right. And I think that's, I, I, but I, I think, yeah, we would agree. I think we said that during the beginning of the season. The team let has let Gasly down. Yeah. As far as decisions they've made on and off the track, uh, tire changes, strategy, etc. Um, they need to sharpen up. They need to sharpen up. But obviously, you would expect that from an inexperienced team who's not used to even I expect fighting. Expected to be on that. Yeah. They, not, they yeah. have socks and underwear. They just need the rest. Yeah. Right? Um, Gasly There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Yuki got better, but he needs to. He needs to, you know, chill out a little bit, and I think uh, he got his confidence back, as he said. So he'll be better. I think the team has to improve. I think they have so many areas. They have such a quick car, but they just got to put it all together around it. I don't think they'll have as quick a car next year as the regulations will not advantage them like they did this year. Not at all. So Not at all. But, But, again, not having a quick car is enough. You have to be able to put it all together. Aston Martin. They need to hyper work. They need to <laughs> step it up quite a bit, right? Yeah. Not really much more to say. Well, there was a there was a uh, a speech that Lawrence yes, I like that. Gave at the uh, that was cool. Know, yeah, he said, "We are. I am going to give you the resources, right? all the resources, all the tools that you need to be a better team." That's that's what I want to hear. So I mean, I he's like. Uh, what a total wolf when he came into Mercedes is right now. It's just, dude, I'm going to give you everything that you need. Let's make this happen. So I don't know how, how long it's going to take them to improve, but they are building a massive, monster. a monster campus, massive yeah. factory where they don't have to, you know, <laughs> travel that far to consult with the rest of the team. So that's going to be a big plus. Um, Once the facility is... Finish, if they don't yeah. I mean, get to the top it's a when they're investing that kind of money, and you have a, a guy like Lawrence Stroll who has been successful in any business venture that he does. Hmm. And we've seen 
business guys come into F1 and be successful. Falawi Biotori with Benetton and Renault. Um, that's one example. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take them to get to the top, but eventually they'll get there. They'll, they'll get there. Williams, their season. George Russell, Mr. Saturday, kind of fell off at the end of the year, scored some points, got them to the promised land. Once he, saw, when he, once he signed his Mercedes contract. Re- yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah. Not much more to talk about here, right? No, listen, good on them. They finished eighth. I think the car's improving quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. Once they got some money in, in, under their belt. Yeah. They have an experienced team. Yes. Obviously, we know how much money can affect um, how good a race uh, good a race team you can be. Once they got taken over by Dalton, they're making the right investments. Dorito. They're bringing Dorito. in the right. They're ma- they're bringing in the right people. Um, maybe they'll finish a little a position higher. I don't I don't see them fighting for podiums or anything like that. But slowly but surely, they'll get up there too, and that's what we want. Alpha Romeo, rest in peace. Not rest in peace. That sounds <laughs> good <plus>. riddance. <laughs> no, not good riddance. My boy. Antonio Giovinazzi. And then the also Burke this, this other guy, bullet. this other guy, Kimi Raikkonen, he's he's gone too. Um, they just didn't get it. Kimmy, you know, there man. was there was why would you throw it like that to our boy Kimi? Why? What? Why? Just leave him alone. They left him alone. So there were races where there were weekends where they looked fast and then just screwed it up. I think it's the same situation as um AlphaTauri. They left a lot of points on the board. I don't know. That's it. That's kind of really it, right? Yeah. I mean, and that that car wasn't that quick anyways. Um, Not even the Ferrari engine. And then Haas. They got worse this season than like the season before. Haas. Haas is, you know. I was going to give them the uh, Cabbage Patch Kid for for the hype. And then that that only gets used for like a couple of days based on Mazepin's chassis. Only used it a couple of days. Buying a new car. <laughs> At the end of the season? Come the on. Daddy, his, the dad, daddy bought him. his dad bought him a new chassis that was only used So for... maybe they would have won it for the last three races in nah, the season. <laughs> Make Schumacher According to Sebastian Vettel, he was the first one first one in in the morning and the last one to leave. Put in the work. Better luck next year. Make Schumacher. Schumacher Mick Schumacher is a quote-unquote late bloomer. Mick Schumacher is a driver that has gone into every category and he's obviously learned the ropes his first season and then winds up winning a championship the season afterwards. Sounds like me. Did that in F3, did that in F2. Um, Obviously, he's not going to win a championship next year. But we'll see how much he improves next season. Just be on the lookout for him. He's a driver that that obviously has the talent, has the know-how, has a, obviously has a pedigree. Um, he's not one of these drivers that are just going to like blow it out the water once you see him, but he does improve to the point where he wins championships. He's an F3 champion, champion F2 champion. He's in F1, deserves to be there. He's obviously quicker than his teammate. We'll see how, how he comes along next season. Any thoughts, Ruben? It's Haas, dude. <laughs> All right. So, guys, any closing thoughts on the whole year on our podcast? 
we're wrapping up. This is our wrap up of season two for us. We'll be joining you guys again in March, uh, right before the next season starts. Any thoughts, guys? This was supposed to be a throwaway season. (laughs) Yo, you're 100% right. What a season we got. And this has been one of the greatest seasons in F1 history. From drama to... Yeah, I mean... That is true. This was supposed to be one of those seasons where it was like, yeah, we know we have the rule changes coming up next season. And we're waiting for that so we can see a little bit more competition. Little did we know that we got not only a battle at the top, a true battle at the top going to the end of the season with Mercedes and Red Bull. We got a great battle between Ferrari and McLaren, which kind of died off at the end of the season for third. Alpha Tari. Alpha Tari, Alpine for fifth. Uh, We got a battle up and down the grid, not only for the Constructors' Championship, for the Drivers' Championship as well. It was an amazing season. Um, the only thing missing was that botched ending at the end of the season. But overall, it was exciting to watch. And it was fun. And I can't wait for next season. What a year it has been. Any closing thoughts, Ruben? We need more years like this past season. And we can't wait for next year. Yeah. Guys, next year. Make sure to follow us at Jump to Start F1 on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us on podcast platforms. Subscribe. Drop reviews. Whatever you can. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. Um, we're also on YouTube, Jump to Start Racing Podcast. Please drop by. Hit the like. Subscribe. Hit the bell, etc. Drop a comment. Love you guys. Um... And on that note, we will see you next year. Thank you, guys. Peace. Peace. Thanks.